Section 83 of Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avaí in January 2019. The World's Story, Volume 5 Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. Edited by Eva March Tappan section eighty three the return of napoleon from elba eighteen fifteen by anonymous the determination of louis the eighteenth and the royalists to put everything back where it was before the revolution aroused great dissatisfaction many began to long for the return of napoleon in march eighteen fifteen their wish came to pass for napoleon landed on the shores of france he had only a few followers but as he pushed on to paris his old soldiers hurried forward to join him his whole journey was one glowing welcome the following account was written by an english lady a partisan of the bourbons who was in paris at the time of napoleon's arrival the editor we were enjoying the breezes of a fine march morning when suddenly an officer issued from the palace and whispered to us that bonaparte had landed had a thunderbolt fallen at our feet its effects could not have been produced a more terrible sensation than did this unexpected intelligence on our hearts we instantly returned home and that night it was no longer a secret in paris some could not conceal the terror the name of napoleon always inspires others judging from their own loyal sentiments exclaimed the hand of god is to be seen in this another party appreciating present circumstances rejoiced in the idea that he would be taken and secured forever as if napoleon in risking the chance of success had not secured the means of ensuring it the king issued an ordonnance declaring him a traitor the chamber of deputies was convened an express sent for marshal ney the king preserving admirable calmness and confidence in his subjects received the ambassadors saying write gentlemen to your respective courts that i am in good health and that the mad enterprise of this man will no longer trouble the repose of europe nor my own the prince de conde notwithstanding his advanced age offered his services his majesty passed in review the troops addressed the most flattering compliments to their generals who surrounded him and said to general rapp notwithstanding that this is not the siege of danzig i count always upon your courage and fidelity rapp affected turned away and exclaimed one must be a villain to betray such a king he rendered himself justice and unconsciously pronounced his own panegyric in advance when the duc de berry appeared he was received with enthusiasm la maison du roi solicited to march with him against their common enemy but elsewhere all remained in a state of apathy an extensive confederacy on one side want of means on the other an inefficient organization in every department our great confidence was in ney ney departed with promises to bring back napoleon dead or alive he kissed the king's hand and shedding tears 
renewed his oath of fidelity for himself and his army the duc de feltre clark was named minister of war our fluctuating hopes rose and fell like the mercury in a weather glass but this nomination revived them clark had been called the calculating irishman but the loyal party now extol him and say that he forgot himself at the epoch that others forgot only what they owed to their king what will talleyrand do will he amidst the congregated ministers of the allies remain steady to his last oath to louis was constantly echoing through our salons through the first days of consternation the streets were quieter than usual every person seemed to have a more serious mien and to be preoccupied of the beau monde some had fled others kept within their hotels no carriages of the opulent contested the passage with the cabriolets or with the vehicles of commerce no bells skipped lightly along in the shops few purchasers and those few looking gloomy and silent suspicion and fear seemed to predominate entering two or three shops where i had been in the habit of purchasing they exclaimed softly softly mademoiselle speak low we are surrounded with spies at the open stalls and in the shops on the bridges and on the quays the proprietors were busily occupied in removing the engravings and other emblems of the bourbons and replacing those of the usurper and his military partisans ladders were placed at the corners of the streets and against the shops while workmen were effacing the names and brevets of the bourbon dynasty to be replaced by those of the corsican family or in haste substituting a design analogous to the merchandise within we entered for a moment the chamber of deputies the flags taken in the different campaigns were brought from their concealed depots the president's chair embroidered with fleur-de-lis was being removed where will you find another i hastily demanded the old chair is in the garret was the quick reply in a few moments it was brought down the portraits of the king and of the princes were already removed from their frames and those of napoleon and maria luisa had replaced them on the nineteenth of march cries were heard of vive le roi in the square of louis fifteenth on the morning of the twentieth they were supplanted by shouts of vive l'empereur the next morning i determined to see napoleon but when our carriage arrived at the pont royal thousands were collected there our servant advised us to descend and proceed on foot the crowd civilly made way they were waiting to see the review an unusual silence prevailed interrupted only by the cries of the children whom the parents were thumping with energy for crying vive le roi instead of vive l'empereur which some months before they had been thumped for daring to vociferate a friend recommended us to proceed to the review to see which he had the good nature to procure me admittance to a small apartment in the tuileries and from the window i saw and heard for the first time the scourge of the continent his martial active figure mounted on his famed white horse he harangued with energetic tone and in those bombastic expressions we have always remarked in all his manifestos and which are so well adapted to the french the troops of the divisions of le fol and de four there was much embracing of the ancient eagles of the old guard 
much mention of the great days and souvenirs dear to his heart of the scars of his brave soldiers which to serve his views we will reopen without remorse the populace were tranquil as i had remarked them on the bridge inspirited by my still unsatisfied curiosity i rejoined my escort and proceeded to the gardens where not more than thirty persons were collected under the windows there was no enthusiastic cry at least none seemed sufficient to induce him to show himself in despair at not being able to contemplate his physiognomy at greater advantage i made my cavalier request some persons in the throng to cry vive l'empereur some laughed and replied wait a moment while others advised us to desire some of the children to do so a few francs thrown to the letter soon stimulated their voices into cries of the loyalty of the day and napoleon presented himself at the window but he retired often and reappeared a few persons arrived from the country and held up petitions which he sent an aide-de-camp to receive his square face and figure struck me with involuntary emotion i was dazzled as if beholding a supernatural being there was a sternness spread over his expansive brow a gloom on the lids of his darkened eye which rendered futile his attempts to smile something satanic sported round his mouth indicating the ambitious spirit of the soul within much agitation seemed to reign in the salon the ministers and generals paced up and down with their master in reciprocal agitation and debate the palace has now the appearance of a fortress the retreat of a despot not the abode of a sovereign confiding in the loyalty of his people and recalled by their unanimous voice but feeling that he is only welcomed back by military power whose path was smoothed by the peasantry of dauphiny a range of artillery is now placed before it soldiers stretched on straw repose under the finely arched corridors and military casked heads even appear from the uppermost windows napoleon had the gallant consideration the day after his return to renew the guard of honour at the hotel of the dowager duchess of orleans to whom he has always accorded the respect due to royalty. End of section 83